Praise the Lord everyone. You are listening to Biblical Doctrines, Demystified, a special series by Rev. Dr. Raj Das on Sajeev Vahini. This audio series is also available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Listen, share and subscribe. Dear friends, I want to talk to you about the Christocentric solutions for family problems. We all live in families. We may have our own dynamics and problems. How to solve those problems? Just to base my message on a particular scripture, I want to read to you Luke's Gospel 10th chapter, 42nd verse. If you read from 38th verse onwards, we see Jesus coming to Bethany and there is a family, Mary, Martha and Lazarus. The word of God says that Jesus loved Mary, Martha and Lazarus. Bible doesn't say he loved everyone. He loved individually, independently. Mary, Martha, Lazarus. And as Jesus entered in, Mary sat at his feet and listened to his words. And Martha was troubled and she was encumbered about much serving. She came charging into the room and said, Lord, don't you care? My sisters left me alone to serve. And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Now, basing upon this particular verse and also the dynamics of this family, I want to explain to you the Christocentric solutions for family problems. We have problems in our own families. What is needed is Christocentric solutions, Christ-centered solutions, to put it in few words, sitting at Jesus' feet. Okay. Now, friends, what had happened in this particular family? Jesus loved all three. All three had been different in their own personality traits. But what happened was Martha was so anxious and she came charging into the room and tried to accuse Jesus because he did not take care of her need. But Martha kept silent and Jesus appreciated her stand and said, one thing is needful. Mary had chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Now, the family that in Bethany loved by Jesus. The first section is Jesus loved everyone. Martha was the eldest person. She had a lot of responsibility. Naturally, she was under tension. Now, she was having some sort of uh, anxiety and she just brought forth her anger. Sometimes, you know, we speak louder, speak things that hurt other people. But we must know that we have to take care of our lives into the presence of God. Jesus is already there. If we try to wait in his presence, we will be in a position to deal with all our problems. She spoke to Jesus and said, Lord, don't you care about me? Can anyone talk to Jesus like that? Jesus cares for us. He died for us. He rose again for us. He is there for all our needs. So Martha was not able to fully understand the problems that are at hand. And also, maybe she had her own selfishness or rather self-pity and self-centeredness was there. I am the earning member. I am doing this. I am caring about everything. I am caring for everything. She had that attitude that prevented her from coming to Jesus in the right perspective. What about Mary? She was relatively calm and composed. She was not that she refused to help her own sister who was in need. Maybe on that particular day when Jesus came, she preferred to be at the feet of Jesus rather than being in the kitchen. So we cannot blame Mary on this, on this situation. She wanted to be with Jesus Christ to learn from him. But Martha had her own reason also, but she came and charged before the Lord Jesus. Now, we all go through stress. Stressors are there. We come under stress. But what we need to understand is, if we are not able to take care of stress, we go into distress. 
and we become discouraged. What is needed is we have to convert stress into you stress. You means good stress. How to do it? When we understand that Jesus is there for us and go to him with all our problems, all our stressors and stresses, God is able to give us you stress. You stress is actually good stress. So we are, we are, we are having that good stress to do something positive, not a dull spirit. So dear friends, Martha was not able to understand how to use you stress. Mary on the other side is a very common composed person. Whatever Lazarus, maybe he was a little playful and side and share of the family, center of attraction of the family and we don't read much about him in this, in this aspect but he was sick and then he died. He was loved by Jesus also. Jesus loved all Mary, Martha and Lazarus. Now the second section is when calamity struck, how did they manage? Now, when we look at Lazarus, he was the cause for this sorrowful situation and he was the focal point of the problem. He did not cause the problem maybe, but because of him, because of his sickness and death, the whole family was in um, sorrow. They had their own situation to manage. So that was what is happening. And Lazarus was not really cause for the problem, though he was the focal point of the problem. And then what about Martha? Jesus heard about Lazarus' sickness, he did not come there. He had his own agenda. He wanted to perform great miracle of God and then so bring for God's glory. So he had his own agenda. So he did not come to look at uh, Lazarus when he was sick. He delayed four days and then when he came back, he was already dead. He was already dead for four days. Now, what happened was Martha heard that Jesus was coming there. She went ahead and met him at the outskirts of the village. And she said, Lord, if he had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus looking straight at her face and said, your brother shall rise again. She understood the meaning of those words, but not the implication of those words. She said, yes, Lord, I know that uh, my brother will rise again later. She was speaking about the future um, resurrection. She knew some theology, okay. She knew about God. She knew about Jesus Christ. She knew that Jesus, if Jesus had been there, he could have healed uh, Lazarus. She believed in the Lord of the past. She believed in the Lord of the future who could resurrect people. She was not able to believe the Lord Jesus who is resurrection and life. Jesus said, looking at straight at her face, Jesus said, your brother shall rise again. And she was not in a position to understand the words of the Lord Jesus. She was not able to believe the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. So dear friends, Jesus spoke to her again and said, I am the resurrection and the life. If you believe, you shall see the, the marvels of God. You shall see the miracles of God, the glory of God. What about Mary? When Jesus came to uh, the village, Martha met him. She was not in a position to bring Jesus into the problem. Jesus stayed in the place where Martha met him. She spoke all theology and she was not in a position to bring him into the picture, into the problem. So there was a stalemate. She came running to her sister and spoke a lie. Jesus did not send Martha to bring Mary there. But she came to Mary and said, the master has come, he is calling you. But immediately Mary got up. She came straight to Jesus, spoke the same words that Martha spoke. Martha said, Lord, if he had been here, my brother would not have died. Mary spoke the same words, but there's a little difference. She fell at his feet and with tears, she said, Lord, if he had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus wept. I tell you, mouthing prayers will not solve the problem. Our heart must be there. Sincerity must be there. Longing for the Lord must be there. 
When Jesus saw the tears of Mary, he was also moved, he was in tears. And then he said, where have you laid him? They said, come and see, Lord. When Jesus came to the, near the tomb, Jesus said, remove the stone, remove the, the covering of the tomb. And there again, Martha was poking her own nose and said, Lord, by the time now, he stinks now. Now, Jesus said, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you shall see the glory of God? Jesus said to rebuke her. I tell you, friends, when Jesus says something, never question it. He is the resurrection and the life. And when Jesus says something, it will happen. Now, how could Mary succeed where Martha failed? She did not go and plead Jesus to come there. She went to his feet, fell at his feet, because she has already been having the habit of sitting at his feet. Mary had been associated with the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. That speaks about the humility that Mary had. Sat at his feet, listened to uh, the, the, the words of God. Now, when Martha charged into the room and accused Jesus because Mary had been sitting there, Mary did not open her mouth at all. When the problem was there, the tension was there, she allowed Jesus to tackle the problem. She did not utter a word. She did not retort against Martha. So, dear friends, when we go through problems, we must understand that the presence of Jesus sitting at his feet is all that matters. Christocentric solution for all our problems. The third section that I want to place before you is the Last Supper in Bethany. After Lazarus rose again, when the tomb was open, he came and uh, he was uh, I mean, tied with the grave clothes. Jesus said, release him. So they removed the grave clothes and he was restored back to the family. Now, dear friends, John 12, 1 to 3, when we read, then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair, and the whole, whole house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Now, when we see the initial stage when Jesus came to Bethany to their house, Martha was full of tension. She was not able to have eustress. And Mary was so quiet and she had uh, she was able to be calm in the presence of God because she had chosen the good part that was not taken away from her. Now, later, after the miracle, because of this Mary, great change had come in the family. Mary was in a way instrumental in taking the prayer, the need to the Lord Jesus Christ in the right perspective of prayer. And Jesus was able to come to the problem. He was able to come to the grave. He pronounced his own word and Lazarus came back alive. And later here we see Martha was serving there with joy. She was not getting tensed up. Martha also learned from Mary who sat at the feet of Jesus. Now in one, in your family, in any, any family, there's at least one person who can understand the, the word of God, who can sit at the feet of Jesus. He or she will be a blessing for everyone. So here we see Martha served with joy without any murmur. Many people had come there. Ma Mary anointed the feet of Jesus. The aroma of her worship filled the whole house. Lazarus also sat at the table with him, a silent, powerful witness. He did not utter a word. We don't see any words that was uttered by Lazarus. But he was sitting there as a silent witness near Jesus as a risen person. Now, when we are really born again, when we are saved by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, his life is in us. And 
St. Paul was able to say, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Not I, but Christ lives in me. The life that I have in my life, I live by the faith on the Son of God, Son of God who loved me, who gave himself for me. I tell you friends, when we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior, he must live in us. So day in, day out, we can have his own presence continually. We'll be able to sit at his feet, listen to his words. Lazarus sat at the table with him, a silent, powerful witness. Because of Lazarus, many people believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you friends, when God performs a miracle in your own family, it must be for the enhancement of the kingdom of God. Lazarus was resurrected. It was not simply a miracle, but people believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. Nowadays what happens is, many people, many false prophets preach God's word. They perform miracles. But what happens is, quite a few give more importance for miracles rather than God's word. Balanced God's word is not preached by some of those people. What happens is, people are getting miracles, but are they really born again? Are they really brought, really brought to the, closer to the kingdom of God? Here we see a miracle happened by the Lord Jesus Christ because of the sincere prayer of Mary, who sat at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because of her prayer, her prayer that has tears. We must have tearful prayers and prayerful tears. I would say prayerful tears and tearful prayers are more powerful than ordinary prayers. We all have tears, but we must learn to pray in the presence of God with a broken, not that we are crybabies, I don't mean that, but what I mean is sincerity, brokenheartedness, sincerely longing for the presence of God, not simply telling, Lord, if you had been here, my problem would not have been there. But we must know who Jesus is and understand his own power and then lay everything at his feet, sit at his feet to receive Christocentric family solutions. Okay, this is what is needed. Now, the, all the members of the family were blessed. Mary, Martha, Lazarus, they were blessed. And all others who came there, they believed on, on the Lord Jesus Christ. When you have a function in your own home, maybe a birthday party or whatever it may be, maybe a cottage prayer meeting, people who come there should be blessed. For that to happen, we, you must be able to sit at the feet of Jesus, listen to him. Jesus would be able to say, Mary hath chosen that good part that shall not be taken away from her. We have to choose. You know, the time is in our own hands. We have power of choice. We, are, we have volitional will. We are personalities created by God. We have power of choice. We can choose good or bad. Every morning, when you choose to be at his feet, relax and then sit at his feet, listen to his voice, pour your heart in prayer, worship him and adore him, then you will have this joy of being a blessing for your own family. You'll be a tool in the hands of God to bring Christocentric solutions for all your family problems. So we see a beautiful picture there. No more murmuring. Martha also was transformed. She was still doing what she has to do, but did it with joy. Whatever we do, we must have joy in doing it. St. Paul says, whether we eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Now, I would rather encourage you to have the devotion of Mary and also the work dynamics of Martha. We must have both. There must be a combination of both. There must be creative tension between both. We must have both. We must do what we have to do. At the same time, we must never neglect sitting at the feet of Jesus like Mary, of whom Jesus said, Mary hath chosen that good part that shall not be taken away from her. Now, dear friends, what was the response that this family gave to Jesus because of, for his love? Uh, when we look at the uh, historical documents, um, brought out by Orthodox tradition, 
we see that Mary, Martha, Lazarus served the Lord till the end of their life. There was persecution in Jerusalem and uh, the church was under persecution. Martyrdom of Stephen was there. The Jews tried to kill Lazarus also because he was a, I mean, irrefutable testimony of Jesus' power of resurrection. Now, Lazarus, Mary and Martha fled to Judea and the Mary and Martha began to help Lazarus to preach God's word. And it is said that the three later went to Cyprus where Lazarus became the first bishop of Kition, modern Larnaca. It's a place called Larnaca. And he was a bishop there, served the Lord for 30 years. Later what happened is Jewish people came there also, uh, Jews who hated the church. They came there, they began to persecute. And uh, what happened was this person Lazarus was preaching God's word with righteousness and holiness. He preached zealously, a man of kind disposition. But Jews came there, they began to persecute these three people. So they caught hold of Mary, Martha and Lazarus and put two people also together with them. A man named Marcella, another man, man called Maximin. Maximin was supposed to be one of the 70 disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what they did? They put them in a boat. There was no sail there. There is no oar there. They put them in a boat and pushed them into the sea. Dangerous situation. But what happened was the Lord was moving the boat in a very supernatural way. The boat was carried to Marseilles. When the boat went to Marseilles, the people surrounding the terrace saw this boat coming without an engine, without any, uh, any um, oar, without any sail. It was coming there bringing all these five people. They began to serve the Lord there for a long time. Mary never got married. She lived and dies, died as an anchoress, a woman who retires into the seclusion of religious, religious ceremonies. So this is what she did. She used to spend a lot of time in prayer. She was, uh, I mean, spending time in a high mountain. And later, more than anything else, she allowed to sit quietly at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ and have devotion in his presence. Now, when we look at the New Testament, Mary had been associated with the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. She fell at his feet worshipping him. She sat at his feet, listened to him. And she poured her tears and her problems at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. And also she wiped the feet of Jesus with her own hair. And she poured the ointment on his feet. So dear friends, we see her associated with the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. She was totally yielded before the Lord. It speaks about humility. When we come to the Lord Jesus Christ, we must understand that being at the feet of Jesus is all that matters. Jesus would be in a position to say, you have chosen the good part that shall not be taken away from her. Money will go away. Your relatives may leave you. Other people who are supposedly loving you may leave you. And your, your prosperity will go. Your name may go. Your health may go. Jesus will never leave you. We must be able to willfully choose that good thing that shall not be taken away from her. So all these three people died in Cyprus. So dear friends, till their death, they have been serving the Lord with all their heart. What are we doing for the Lord? How are you? How is your family? Are you able to spend quality time in the presence of God? Maybe you have sickness or maybe you are facing death or financial crisis or depression. Some of the, your family members may be unsaved. What are you doing? You may be facing insurmountable problems. You know, when you try to pull your hair and face trichotillomania, nothing is going to happen. You pull your hair and you just tighten up in your own personality. Relax in God's presence. That is possible only when you learn to sit at the feet of Jesus. I come across some people who may go through problems, they, but they have no prayer life. 
they go to the presence of God to have some victory, some answer for their prayer. They may get some answer, but the problem is, the, the, the deep cause for the problem is not removed. So the aftermath of their own sin comes into their own life. Many people connect with me for prayer. When I talk to them about their own life, I see a lot of bundles of un unnecessary things in their own life. They are not able to leave. They believe that suppose if somebody prays for them and if they offer a few words of prayer, everything is going to be all right. No, that will not bring Christocentric problem solutions for you. That will not bring Christocentric problem that will not bring Christocentric solutions for your family problems. What is needed is at least one person in the family should be able to sit at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. So dear friends, what is your responsibility? The first point is begin your prayer life if you have not been having prayer life. I say prayer life, not simply mouthing prayers. Spend quality time in prayer. Pray with a clean conscience, pray with faith and pray in God's will. You will receive answers from the Lord. So dear friends, we must have the basis of our, uh, we should have the basic need of spending time in the presence of God. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus and she was able to see the answer. You know, here in Chennai, there was a family, a doctor's family. They were going through a lot of problems. They were non-Christians. They heard God's word. They were not fully delivered. In that situation, their daughter, a nine-year-old girl, she had been going to the Sunday class. She heard God's word. One day, because of the severe problems in the family, the father, mother and this daughter, when they were together, the parents decided to commit suicide. They brought some poison and they were about to drink it and give it to the daughter. This little girl began to say, Mommy, Daddy, don't do that. Let us pray. They were non-Christian. They did not know much about Jesus. This little girl said, let us pray. They began to pray to God. The Lord began to bring deliverance. The whole family was saved. Till their end, till the death, their death, they have been serving the Lord. So dear friends, what I am trying to say is, you may go through problems. You may have sicknesses or maybe near death experience may be there. You may be having real problems, but don't worry. Sit at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. So prayer is important. The second point is meditation of God's word. Meditation of God's word. Now, when you reach, reach out to Jesus and meditate on God's word, the word of God is able to build you up. Jesus said, man shall not leave by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. So, wait in the presence of God, listen to his voice, read God's word, meditate upon God's word, imbibe the word of God. Then the third point is, you please Jesus in all things, he will be with you. Jesus said, I do things that pleases my father, so he has not left me alone. I do things that pleases him. What I see him do, I do. What I hear him speak, that I speak. So even Jesus had the testimony. He was longing to obey what God the Father was telling him to do. So when we obey Jesus, when we please him, he will not leave us. So Jesus said, he who has sent me is with me because I always please him in everything. Now, when you please Jesus in your life, whatever you do, try to please him, then he will not leave you. The fourth point is, build a palace of grace to enter into the presence of God by praise. Praise with all your heart. Not simply telling praise the Lord, praise the Lord when your heart is full of grumbling. But praising God with all your heart, having a positive attitude. When you do that, you will be in the presence of God. You will enjoy the presence of God. Prayer elevates you to the level where God is able to bless you in a better way. Praise 
and worship elevates you to God. Not dancing and singing and worshiping. I don't mean that. Worship is laying all your, all your things. Worship is laying your body, soul and spirit on the altar. Be not confirmed to the world. When you lay all on the altar, the power of the Lord will come upon you. You will be able to enjoy the presence of God. So dear friends, Mary chose that good part that shall not be taken away from her. Often we attend many meetings. We may feel the presence of God, but when we come out of those meetings, many people lose the presence of God. If you're able to follow the word of God and pray consistently and please Jesus in everything and worship him and praise him, his presence will be with you always. So dear friends, you may be having problems in your own family or maybe you're having problems in your own personal life. Don't be worried. Reach out to God. Choose that one part that shall not be taken away from you. Mary had chosen the good part that was not taken away from her, the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. So pray with all your heart. The Lord is able to bless you and keep you. Years back in the, in the USA, during the Civil War, there was a soldier who enlisted in the army. When he was going to the um, army, his mother gave him a Bible and said, My son, read the word of God and meditate God's word and pray daily. So this, this young man was... Uh, totally transformed. He had a habit of praying and also reading God's word. One day he was on sentry duty at night. So suddenly there was a sniper from the enemy war field, the enemy side. He shot him. The bullet came and hit his chest. This man fell down. When he was, others brought him and as his body was being brought, as he was brought, someone said, this man is a praying man. He would easily die. He can't easily be killed. But when they brought him, he had fainted, but the bullet had actually penetrated his own, uh, it has come and hit his body, hit his chest. But when they uh, looked at the place where the bullet had entered in, they found a Bible inside. The bullet had pierced the Bible, it had gone halfway, and to be precise, the bullet, the tip of the bullet has been pointing to Psalm 91, 5. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. That Bible prevented the bullet from entering his own body. My dear friends, I tell you, the word of God is powerful. God created the whole cosmos by his own word. And he holds everything by the power of his word. When the word of God is in you, your body, soul and spirit shall be sustained by the word of God. So what you need to do is, you have a will. Use that will to choose what God wants you to choose. God will be in a position to tell about you. You have chosen that good part that shall not be taken away from her. So, dear friends, these are the things that I want to present to you today. I believe that God will be able to bless you through these words. So, Mary, Martha, Lazarus, the whole family became a blessing because of Mary's real prayer life and her choice of being at the feet of Jesus, choosing his own presence. So, may the Lord bless you and help you to choose his own presence all the days of your life so that you will continue to be a blessing for your family and for the church and for the whole world at large. Shall we look to God in prayer? Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, and praise you for the word that you gave to us today. Let the word of God become real to us, O Lord. You have created us as personalities with the power of choice. Help us to choose to be at your feet. Whatever might happen, whatever may be the problems that we face, help us not to get irritated like Martha, but help us to sit at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ as Mary did and pour our heart in your own presence, O Lord, obeying your word, 
praying in your presence, receiving your word and obeying your word and worshiping you, O oh God, so that you will never leave us, O oh Lord. Give me and give all of us a heart to please you in everything that we do, everything that we speak, everything that we do for your kingdom, so that you will never leave us, O oh Lord. I pray for all these dear brothers and sisters, every family, every brother and sister, every young man, every child, in every family, may be greatly blessed, O oh Lord. You have given to us a life in this world to serve you with all our heart. Till the end of our life, help us to enjoy your presence, O oh Lord, so that we will be able to perform all that you want us to perform. Be with us and help us, O oh Lord. I give you all the glory. Let me have the joy in serving you till the end of my life. In Jesus' almighty name I pray. Amen. Lord bless you, friends. The Lord be with you.